0: This gospel message is brought to you by the Redeemed Christian Church of God, Fountain of Love, Aberdeen, UK. Open your heart to receive this life-changing Word of God. Reveal your hearts to us. And please prepare us for the glorious future you have for us. Let all be well with us. In Jesus' name we pray. All right, usually Thanksgiving Sunday, we have a lot going, and um, so briefly, we'll just take a verse of scripture, and then we'll look at it, and hopefully God will speak a lot to us from there. Please turn with me to Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10. Ephesians chapter 6, Mm -hmm. verse 10. Ephesians six ten, not Genesis 1. Okay, good. It says, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Amen. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. We just look at this brief exhortation. If you want to title it, you can call it Be Strong. strong. I will just quickly mention three sentences or three areas we need to look at closely so that we can be strong. Number one, if you are going to be strong, you must take note that you don't talk yourself down. Don't talk yourself down. Don't talk yourself down by talking down your past. We're not asking you to inflate your past, but remember that there's a future for you. It's a common saying that if the devil reminds you of your past, what should you do? Remind him of his future. His future is in hellfire. And because your future is at the hand of the Lord. Whatever you call a mistake, God turns it around to make a message out of it. Whatever you think, that I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have been involved. No, God knows what he's doing. Um, in the midst of what you call ah, there are lessons to learn, there are testimonies to come forth. Don't talk down your culture, don't talk down your Christian journey. Many of us, we have made a profession of it that even where we were coming from we talk it down. Sometimes it can sound a little bit interesting when you Make self-denigrating jokes. Uh, I know we do that quite a lot. Uh, the nation of Scotland is one of the commonest jokes people crack is crack self-denigrating jokes. But it's important, or you know, a lot of people from Nigeria, from Ghana, from all over Africa, here, yeah, we 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 are very good at talking down ourselves. But at the time it gets very tiresome. At the time it starts hitting deep into us. May I please ask you? If you're going to remain, because it drains strength. Before you see it, you start looking at yourself from that negative point of view. For instance, yes, I may have been born in a country where there is chaos there, but my life will not be chaotic. You may have been involved with you know, all sorts of things from your background, but it's about time, church, we stop talking down ourselves. Uh, for instance, the Church of Jesus Christ generally in our time, especially in the Western world, they've given up the fight. Most churches are given up. They, they just know that, look, it's over for this Christian faith. May I please ask you not to join that band? I was driving to work this morning as usual for some reason. Uh, I drove past. Is this the soul? Uh, I didn't have... It's my usual route, which means uh, many times a week I drive by. For some reason this morning, the Lord brought it back to my heart. I said, this was a church before. What will the people that were here tell the Lord? Uh, Will they say, you know, attendance has gone down? Most of those buildings, I hope you know, that they don't hold on them. Even if you leave it there, you know, but... They know best. I'm not here to pass judgment on them. My only admonition to you is that learn from the mistake of others. Mm, and what Ralph said, how deep it was. Um, he says, as you are going, you might meet a door ahead of you. Don't turn back yet. That's the way I would put it. Am I right? Was that Raph's testimony? He said, don't turn back. Huh? It's Dr. N. Nee. I didn't think it wasn't very okay, really clear on the... Uh, Okay, sorry. Um, I, I, you know, you might think that you know there's a door there. Don't turn back. Keep walking, because that door will open of its own accord. May I please tell you in the name that's above all names, from now on, you will talk big. You will declare confidently that you are not a nobody. Joy, chapter three, verse ten. Joy, chapter three, verse ten. He said, then the ploughshare shall be beaten into swords and your pruning hooked into spears. And let the weak say what? Let the weak say I'm strong. Oh, I'm not promising you when you are going through it, you will not feel some pressure. But you have control over what you say with your own mouth. You can make up your mind and not sell yourself to the devil as if you are a nobody because you are somebody. Number two, Stand up to those who try to talk you down. Number one, don't talk down yourself. Number two, stand up to those who try um, to talk you down. And they are not in short supply in the world. People who don't believe in you. People who let you know that, you know, your mistake is fatal and um, you can never recover from it. Resist them. Amen? I'm not asking you to be fighting around uh, but take a stand in your heart. And one of the commonest ways to resist people is that whatever they say, don't let it sink. Uh, I heard the story said so many times. Uh, you know, we were at a gathering yesterday, and uh, uh, the main person there was talking about those that have been in this city for a long time. And I looked around the whole place, and I saw many that were coming from that journey, some of them 25 years, myself about 20, going to 20 years now in this city. Um, And I can only say, Lord, it wasn't promising like this when I first came. Everything was saying, and people were saying it's not going to work. Uh, But by the special grace of God, uh, I've developed the attitude of fighting in my heart. Uh, I went to one meeting with one of our leaders at that time in the very early days. And uh, I mean, I was practically, you know, dressed down there and Rubbish and the, the, the man couldn't resist and was going to talk, but I said, keep quiet. When God does what he will do, he will answer. And many times you wait for God. There are sometimes the words not sweet in your mouth. I use very colloquial language. You know, it's not so much of what you say, but you know deep in your heart. And heart cries sometimes are louder than voice cry. God hears the cry of the heart. Most of the people that God rose up for and fought for, they were the ones that cried deep on the inside of them. And they say, you know what, God? Um, you need to visit me. I have no doubt in my mind he will visit you. James 4 7 says, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will do what? He will flee from you. Hallelujah. Fight him. Don't give room for him. And also remember that when we say, don't and that you should resist those that are trying to talk you down. You yourself don't talk down other people. Uh, because Galatians chapter 6, you know, God is a very humbling God. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I, I've just come to share. I'm not preaching today. Uh, I would love to sit down and just share with you, like, see if you are in the living room. Um, I was speaking yesterday. Um, we were speaking, my wife and I, and we just came to one conclusion. No story is over until it's over. You know, you see some people, they've been in the dungeon, and if we both just, say, we need to caution ourselves, even by what we think. We try by the grace of God, we don't, you know, backbite or talk about people, but I can know how she feels about something, or how I feel uh, that that case, you know, even people who have made, you know, moral errors in life, God has taught me that what to think is no way from there. God can pick them up. God can turn it around, and he will shut everybody's mouth. I've seen people that you think they will never advance in their education, maybe because they messed up early as teenagers or whatever, and from nowhere God picked them, raised them, even beyond those whose path seems to be straight. I fear this God. I fear him. And in fact, if people are talking you down and talking against you rejoice, your lifting is close. And what a testimony. Um, and that's why when you are hearing the word, I will mention that in my next point. I, I can't wait for that. When Sister Rebet was timed everything so that God can be God. Timed everything. That is, is not... I, I, did you hear my testimony before? What made me to be paying tight? Did anybody hear that testimony? Remember? How many of you had testimony? Uh, okay. You say, what is the testimony? You will ask me. Okay. <laughs> I just gave you a testimony. Which one? If I've been preaching for this many years, there have been many testimonies. Talk about timing. So that word can be very sweet in your mouth, as we say. When we got married, we received a lot of cash gifts. Some of you are remembering now. And um, as young people that just got married, money was tight. So I look up I look down I say, ah we're going to tie this cash gift so we decided to tie the cash gift and then um, we took it to church on Sunday we, we drop it in those days we, there were no cards We don't feel cards you take cash and we don't pay by check so as I put the cash in there knowing that it will not bounce knowing that there's nothing that I can stop it I thought that was the end of the story then I received a letter within a week from my friend in Farway, Cardinal, and he said he couldn't come to my wedding because we are childhood friends, and I think he gave us an amount multiple of the tithe we paid. And after my friend finished writing the letter, he signed it and wrote the time, wrote the date, wrote the time that he finished the letter. Guess what the time was? the moment we are dropping the tithe. And you want to tell me there's no God. You want to tell me that God did not see. I beg of you in the name of Jesus, as I move to the next point, let your confidence be forever in this God. Hallelujah. Whatever the man sows, that shall he also reap. You will reap whatever you sow. So number one, don't talk yourself down. Amen? Number two, what? Stand up to those who try to talk you life. Number three, talk up your God. Talk up your God. And that is where in Psalm 30 verse 1, in Psalm 30 verse 1, the psalmist did not waste time. He said, I will extol you O Lord, for you have lifted me. I have not let my force rejoice over me. Hallelujah. David was David because he knew how to talk up God. He knew how to lift his God high. When every other person, they are talking, oh, nothing is working. David was the last person that would say that. And throughout his Psalms, he kept on hammering the fact that his God is a great God. You know, why, why, are we, why are we always majoring on what is not working? Why are we always majoring on what is not right? Why can't we focus and say, yes, all is not perfect here, but this is working? You woke up this morning. Thank you, Lord. Are there challenges? Of course there are. As long as God has lent you breath, which means the story is not over yet. And so, he learned throughout how to talk of his God. And all those people that came out this morning, deep, wonderful testimony, which we need to begin to compile. Some of those testimonies, they, are, they cannot be fully said because if we take time to write them down, the facts we need to hide, we can hide. The one we need to make public, we can make public. But every one of them, except for this one, you know, which was fairly recent, well, practically every one of those testimonies, I have a great knowledge. Is this a starting news testimony? I remember one of the days she saw me. I knew that the enemy was fighting her. I was afraid myself. Of course, you won't tell her. But she was woman talking today. I knew God has lifted something. And many times, we don't know a full story until you know the inside of those stories. Uh, there's no instance Reba can say all that story now. You know. But believe you me, those who are, ah, let me stop there. I mean, when the husband came to see me about the breakthrough, you know, I men, we are very rarely emotional. Uh, we decide not to talk. I just allowed him to go. Because I knew there was a lot there. As a sudden, I said, that's a heart. And of course, when things calm down, your testimony is next. Yeah. But I believe God with you. From now on, begin to talk up your God. Let's look at Psalm 145, verse 1, and then we we'll link it to First Samuel chapter. Your cantor has stopped. So I think I may stay here forever. So, so. Just so all of you know, that's why I'm still here. So I should I will install you, my God, O King, and I will bless your name forever. And uh, I believe the more you talk up your God, the more your faith will arise. And that man demonstrated it for us in 1 Samuel chapter 17. Ah, the thing has jumped down quickly now. 1 Samuel chapter 17, verse 31. Now the Philistines, is a fairly long passage, we'll read a few of it. Give me five minutes and we'll go through that. Now when the words um, which David spoke were heard, they reported them to Saul and he sent for him. Verse 32, please. Then David said to Saul, let no man's heart fail because of him. Your servant will go and fight with these Philistines. And Saul said to David... You are not able to go against this Philistine to fight with him, for you are a youth and he a man of war from issues. Stop there. All right? All the points we have made, what, which of the points did you pick point from here so far? Good. Which one? Good. Who was talking who down? Saul was talking him down. And so, lesson number one people may talk you down based on good reason. But that that does not necessarily mean you need to accept it. You could have accepted and said, yes, truly, he was a youth. Truly, the Philistine was a great fighter. That's why, please, don't make the argument for the enemy. I was reading somebody's book. He was saying that sometimes the way we talk about the devil, the devil will say, I don't know I'm that powerful. The devil will say, say that again. Because the, the devil that we have created is so big as if there's no God. He was a created person or personality, which was cast out of heaven. Go to verse 34 because of our time quickly. So, point number one, so take note of that. But David said, you will also say, your servant used to keep his father's sheep, and when a lion or a bear came and took a lamb out of the flock, verse 35 please, and went out after it and struck it and delivered the lamb from his mouth, and when it arose against me, I caught it by the beard.'" And struck and killed him. What has David done there? He talked about himself based on what? Past experience. And there's none of us that have not got past experience that we can talk up. We are this far because God has done something in your life. It might not even be relevant to what you are talking about. As far as I'm concerned, I'm not a nobody. As far as I'm concerned, the gospel of Jesus Christ is moving on. Irrespective of anyone we say. As far as I'm concerned, the church is filled with the presence of God. Oh, are we where we should be? Of course we are not. But are we moving on? Absolutely. And you know, that's one thing I get very impatient about. I hate anything striking my faith. I hate anything striking into what we keep my head up. We were talking with, with some people this morning, and uh, you know, somebody this morning, and it, it was more of a matter of, you know what? You know, wh- wh- most of the time, when we feel down and burnt out, it's not a physical thing, it's an internal thing. It's not a physical thing. If your internal is strong, you will come by 15 work and you will not feel anything. Look back at those times. When, when we are younger, or whatever it is, or you are in a good place in your life, you join this to that one. And, but when the internal has been defeated, even to do a single thing becomes difficult. Waking up in the morning becomes a chore. And so let's take care. So the man knew that if we, we allow this man to get away with it, he will be in trouble. Verse 37 now. Oh. No, 36. Uh, he said, Your servant, he then continued. That was David. Your servant has killed both lion and bear, and these uncircumcised Philistine will be like one of them, seeing he has defied the armies of the living God. What was he saying there? He started resisting the enemy. Did you see that? He started talking that down, rightly so, the devil. He's now starting to say, Devil, you are the one that you are small, not me that is small. Verse 38. Moreover, the Lord who delivered me from the paw of the lion and from the paw of the bear, he will deliver me from the hand of this Philistine. And Saul said to David, go and the Lord be with you. You know what? If you make your argument very well, even those talking to you down they will keep quiet. Most of the time, they keep talking us down because we've not made a solid enough argument. Verse 38. So Saul clothed David with his bronze. Go to verse 41 now, please. Verse 41. So the Philistine came and began drawing near to David, and the man who bought the shield went before him. Verse 42, And when the Philistine looked about and saw David, he disdained him, for he was only a youth, ruddy and good-looking. The church of Jesus Christ, we may look disorganized, we may look as if we don't know what we are doing, but I guarantee you in the name of Jesus, there is so much strength within the church. If we will not give up, I, I, I leave it, I drink it every day. The church will prevail. Oh, I, 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 I mean, we should say amen, but believe you me, it's not based on that. I see it clearly. It's not my church. It's not the church of a bishop or the church of a general vassal. It's the church of Jesus Christ. If you know the owner, you'll be confident enough. That at the very was, I was a time, he said, if, if you people will not worship me, he will raise stones to worship him. And so the fear is not about the fear, it's about you and I. If you don't do it, God will bring people to do it. And I know we will do it in Jesus' name. Amen. So the Philistine was railing against him, but he resisted and insisted that the Philistine was the one that is slow. People are throwing it at you. That is circumstance. the It was um, that testimony, but there's no way for you that you can do what you are doing in this city here. The man laughed in his heart. And thank God, he did it. He did it. How many times have they said that this season in which we are, nobody can start a new business and succeed. You will start and succeed. This season we are, they said, you know what? Your time has passed. How can you change career at age 40, X, Y, Z, or at 50 or whatever? I've mentioned it unto you. I only give up that I will not fulfill my destiny after I'm 80. The reason being that Moses started at, uh, and I've started before 80. Even if 80 was the first day of my ministry, it's possible. Apply the same rule to your life, and I'm sure the Lord will see you through. All right, verse 44, and then I'll run And the Philistines said to David, Come to me, and I will give your flesh to the birds of the hair and the beasts of the field. 45 quickly. Then David said, somebody said David said. He said to the Philistines, You come to me with a sword, with a spear, and with a javelin. But I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. And then he went on in verse 46, to nearly this day. Somebody say this day. day. Say it one more time. This This day the Lord will deliver you into my hand, and I will strike you and take your head from you. And these days I will give the carcasses of the camp of the Philistines to the birds of the air and the wild beasts of the earth. That all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. That is the conclusion. There is God with you. And victorious we shall be in Jesus' name. Therefore be strong. Amen. As we are worshipping God this morning, worshipping him, as we are dancing, bringing our offering forward, do it with knowledge that I am serving a great God. Serving a great God. I think so just Aribe that I was trying to sing that song. I don't know. I just a few lines, you know. I hope you know the feel, well, you should know by you know the, the meaning of that. My God is big. My God is big. And that's they also just repeated. My God is big. Ah, he's big. He's big. He's big. He's big. Will you speak that to your own situation? My God is big. I'm serving a big God. Rise on your feet with me and let's just pray. Hallelujah. Going to worship him with knowledge like this morning or this afternoon. You're going to rejoice in him because your God is a big God. Bless him right now. Let's spend a moment or two. And I believe God is dropping some words in our heart, but please let's make the environment and atmosphere very fit for the move of the Spirit of the Living God. Give him praise, give him honor. Let's just thank him, extol him. That's what the psalmist says. Lift him high. Call him by his name. The psalmist says, I will command his soul to magnify the Lord. Command yourself, tell yourself, whether you like it or not, give praise unto this mighty God. My God is a big God. Talk up yourself. Be strong in the Lord. That is where your faith will derive from. That's where your confidence will derive from. Everything the Lord has spoken concerning you and I shall come to pass. And begin to delight in him. There's somebody here you are saying in your heart, Oh my God, not again. Something seems to rear his head that he used to be before. And it's now trying to come back again. The Lord says it's not coming back. That setback is not coming back. Maybe, whatever it may be, your health, your job, and it seems to be struggling. The Lord says, you have crossed that river. You are not going back again in the name of the Lord Jesus. The Spirit of the Lord is doing some work of healing in some people right now. I want us to just just believe Him together. He's healing you right to the core. He's taking up that root of illness and sickness and He's breaking the power of the enemy. The major grace for that here. God is healing a lot of people with back here here now. Uh, Feel that lift in a moment. Just, just say thank you, Jesus. If you are receiving healing in that area, just say thank you, Jesus. You can begin to check it now. The spirit of life and righteousness is moving and is turning everything around for you. Oh, what a mighty God we serve. We worship you, Lord. I ali not holding. Circumstances we're not be able to hold Either. you. Be God, bigger than every situation and circumstance. Mm-hmm. Bigger than all my problems. Bigger than anything. Come on, look at His greatness. Eyes, Set your than eyes than upon Him. Sister she says, "She focus on God. Focus on Him. Take your eyes away from the problem." Whoa! Bigger than all my pains, my God is bigger than any mountain I can, lift up your voice I say God. Be God. God, be God, bigger than all problems bigger than all adverse circumstances bigger than the shame that is facing me shout my God is a big God hallelujah. Jehovah is a big God come on lift your voice and bless his holy name give him praise and shout hallelujah He's a great God, hallelujah, hallelujah. For more information on what you've heard, please visit our website at www.fountainoflove.org.uk You'll also find other media presentations available to you. Stay blessed in Christ Jesus. Amen.